and boom, just like that, we're live. All right, cool. Well, first of all, congratulations, Denver, for decriminalizing psilocybin mushrooms. It's a big step forward for this country, definitely. A lot of people have a lot of bad things to say about that because they're saying that Denver's turning into like, like the drug city of the capital. But um, those are older people saying that, you know. But is it just Denver that legalized it, or is it all of Colorado? I think just Denver. Really? Yeah, I think just Denver. Wow. Yeah. Because <laughs> so if you leave Denver and you're shrooming, you you know, I think you're, so. you're criminal, but yeah. if you're in Denver, you're yeah. I think so. Fuck me if I'm wrong, but I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy. Uh, Denver, you know, one of the first, or Colorado, one of the first to legalize marijuana. Yeah, now first, taking yeah. another step, legalizing yeah. uh, psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. Uh, now you guys are a lot more versed in in mushrooms than I am, mm-hmm. but is there different types of psychedelic mushrooms? Is there one major group? Do you know how kind of that works? There are different species of psychedelic mushrooms, but the most common is uh, psilocybin cub- psilocybin cubensis, which is the ones that grows out of the, the poop of like cattle and deer and stuff like that. That's the most common, um, but there are different types, you know. They're more like tropical fungi, so they're more in like jungle areas, like down south. Uh, they grow, but they grow a lot in Florida also. Shitload in Florida. Midwest has a lot. Up uh, Pacific Northwest has a lot. So the you know, cow shit in everywhere. Yeah, those moist areas is where usually you'll find those natural mushrooms. Nice. So a little bit about psychedelic, man. I had any experiences yourself? I had a couple experiences. Yeah. Uh, specific ones where like i'm like okay i'm fucking tripping ball uh have been a little scary i have this uh one time i ate a couple of stems and i think it was uh four stems and like a real like a medium-sized cat and i underestimated at that time that's the most i had eight like raw form of mushrooms and you know i kind of felt a little sleepy a little nauseous so i closed my eyes i laid down a little bit i was uh feeling like a little wave feeling you know Kind of like if you're on a, a water mattress, I started feeling this, and I was like, okay, I think it's kicking in. I think I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just the mushrooms, and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling super nauseous. Real nauseous to the point where I thought I was going to throw up. So I get up. I kind of, like, stumble my way to the restroom because I started feeling real nauseous, so kind of dizzy, and I was like, oh, no. You know, my legs started trembling a little bit once I sat on the toilet, like, trying to calm myself down in the restroom. I was like, okay. All right, just breathe, just deep breaths, t- taking deep breaths, and then I just zoom, feeling like, like my perspective just changed, like in front of my eyes, like there, everything was different. I was like, whoa, like I had to like hold on to myself. I was like, okay, I think I might faint because I had passed out before, and that's exactly how I felt. So I, I got it. I left the restroom, and and my wife was like, oh, it's dinner time. It's dinner. Like, hurry up. And I went to her and I was like, babe, don't freak out, but I think I might pass out. <laughs> she's like, oh my God, babe, go outside, get some fresh air. And she was like dismissing me, you know? It's like, go handle yourself. She didn't know I was tripping balls. Like, oh, okay. She didn't know. She thought I was just sick. So I come out here, I sit out there, and I'm looking at the grass, and the grass is just waving like this, just going back and forth, just waving. I'm like, I am tripping balls. <laughs> so, have you ever tripped that hard again after that? Uh, no, just no, dude. Not no. that hard. No, I haven't felt that like change in a while. Like you know, these last couple times. It's so been... you shifted from like your normal reality into a new reality. Yeah, into a new reality completely. What yeah. do you mean, like? 
Everything looked different. Everything looked and felt different. Like it was all like it almost like if you're dreaming, but then you're like, no, this is real life, you know? Because I I thought I was in a faint, and I had fainted not not too many months ago, like a couple months ago, and I remembered that same feeling. So I was like, oh, it's gonna happen again, you know that like feeling. But instead of fainting, it just like my vision was altered and my mind state was like, you know, whoa, 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 trying to like compose itself, you know, because it was like obviously discombobulated. Yeah. So I was like trying to compose myself. Once I composed myself, I was like, okay, I'm in the experience. I'm slowly going in. And um, <clears throat> my buddy Gumby came over and I gave him a couple of capsules. And then uh, I hadn't tried the capsules yet uh, because I had still the raw form of mushrooms. So I wanted to finish those first. And uh, he had some of the capsules first. He was the guinea pig of this whole thing. <laughs> Okay, let's see if you die. Yeah, honestly, man, I kind of felt... I didn't tell him that at the time. No, I'm just kidding. It was all coincidental. I told him, hey, man, I have these mushrooms now. Come get some if you want some. Because this mushroom venture that I I am now in started with me getting ripped off online. A lot. You say online. Online, yeah. A lot. Yeah, a lot. How many times is a lot? Like twice? (laughs) (laughs) Too many times. Too too many times. Yeah, Yeah. too many times. Twice in a row? Yeah, twice in a row. That's too many times. So Fuck scammers, dude. Yeah, and for mushrooms, man, like, exploit, exploit, exploit. That's all it is. Exploiting nature, dude. Yeah. Assholes. How much did you you lose out? Total, like, 200 bucks. Nice. 200 bucks to never get back, but you made it there. Yeah, but now, now I found a reliable source. I'm not gonna say what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us more. Why don't we tell you something? No. Yeah. I'm not. But um. So when you initially like decided to do shrooms, why did you decide to do it? Curiosity, like mm-hmm. like anyone. Um, but of course I did my research. Uh, I knew that this wasn't a dangerous thing to do when done responsibly. I knew that set and setting was very important. Pretty much, I kind of gave myself a little crash course on mushrooms. Right. A couple months of research, a couple, couple months. months. Yeah, wow. a couple months of like thinking about it, contemplating it, and then finally deciding, okay, I'm gonna do it. We went to California last year in July, I believe, and uh, our mission was to find mushrooms out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you made it happen? Yeah, yeah we made it happen. Smokes. Yeah. Yeah, we found some beach bum on yeah. the beach. Holy yeah. shit, you went up to a beach bum? A beach bum, some? yeah. So, get this. Yo, I'll tell you the story. We're in uh, Venice Beach, driving behind that, driving in an alleyway of those beach houses, right? Yeah, sounds safe. <laughs> it actually, it was actually not that bad. Yeah, there was a lot of people. Right? Yeah, there was a lot of people. It was very, like, popular. Oh, kind of chilly. Holy fuck. Yeah, I think so. And, um... We kind of stopped by a group of kids and we're like, hey, uh, do you guys know where we can get some mushrooms? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, man, there's this fucking, like, old white guy right there. Like, he's just selling he's just selling mushrooms. Just go up to him and ask him. So we're like, oh, fuck yeah. So him and I get out of the car and we go chase this mysterious man, right? <laughs> we didn't know what he looked like. He's just an old white guy. And Oh, without a shirt. That's what he yeah, said. Like, old white guy without a shirt. <laughs> So we go, and then we see a fucking bum, dude. Like, you know, a beach bum, no shirt, fucking raggedy. Burn as fuck. You know? Yeah, leathery skin. Leathery yeah. skin, chest is all fucking <laughs> weird looking. And, uh, <laughs> we yeah, dismiss him right away. We're like, oh, it's 
not him. It's not that fucking boom. <laughs> so we go looking and no luck. We don't see any old white guy without a shirt that matches the, the description. So yeah. we're like, fuck it. We'll just walk down Venice Beach and ask any, like, you know, lost person that we see. <laughs> we're going to yeah. just ask, like, white people with dreadlocks. Yeah, <laughs> white people with dreadlocks. People with, like, art and shit, you know, those people. So we were walking down Venice Beach and we came across a some people doing art or something and we're like hey man we're wondering if you can help like street art yeah street art yeah like we're wondering if you can help us out with finding some psychedelics he's like oh yeah man he's like well he's like we got some acid and i'm like well i'm kind of looking for mushrooms he's like no man all we have is acid and he went to go ask him some girl he's like yeah we have his acid he's like but it's really good I'm like, no, we're, we're more looking for mushrooms. One thank step you. Lower. We're like, if we change our mind, thank you. <laughs> One step lower, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so we walk the other way. We walk back, and we see the same guy. And he, he, he had his own little, like, post on Venice Beach, like, bad advice for $1. Uh, yeah, well, this is the sun sunburn bum, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the leather skin. Yeah, he also had a business. <laughs> yeah, he also had a business. So you gotta respect the guy. He's giving bad advice for a dollar. Yeah, exactly. So you know what? To get on his good side, I give him five. You know, start be a good customer. Yeah, so and I was like, hey man, I need I need some some bad advice. He's like, okay, what do you do for a living? And I was like, I made that. She's like, all right, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go back home, you're going to quit your job, and you're going to make bubble gum. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I was like, all right, cool. We, you know, I faked the laugh, and I was like, all right, now I need some good advice. He's like, tell me. Do you know where I can get some mushrooms? Looks around. Are you the cops? <laughs> I'm like, no. Okay, come here. So we go scary on to this little hill in Venice Beach. And uh, sits down, pulls out the crustiest black bag <laughs> out, of, out of his pocket, <laughs> out of his pocket, and pulls Even out. Even his shorts were crusty, man. Oh, He's like, like I'm like, how much for an eighth? <laughs> Sixty bucks. This is the first time I have ever bought mushrooms. I can tell you now, that man swindled me. <laughs> you over. Straight wax to me, bro. So. He gave me a but I, I didn't have the six on my bra. All I have is fifty because I had a fifty dollar bill. He's like, ah, oh, you gave me that five earlier. It's all good. So you know, I kind of got on his good side, but he probably waxed me. You yeah, know, you got twenty plus on yeah. that. Yeah, he just gave me. He's like, you gotta make sure that you're good in here, bro. Before you take this, you gotta make sure that you're good in here. So, so he gave you good advice. Even that bit of information yeah. is something that I I've heard in my research like not I, I don't want to say research like it's super serious but research has been like I watch a couple fucking YouTube videos and, yeah. and I read some articles on you know of experiences of like what to know beforehand and like the feeling good in here it's pretty much one that you see across the board so the guy that you gave five bucks to for bad advice ended up giving you some of the best room advice you've ever heard first my shroom my first shroom trip and my nice first shroom experience yeah buying them doing them everything How'd that go? The trip wasn't... I didn't trip. Because <laughs> it was yeah, an eight. He didn't give us enough. Yeah, he didn't give us enough, and it was like five of us. Yeah. So, And they were little, like like this big. Like the whole stem and cap, like little fucking caps like that. The size of the quarter. You know, what blows my mind, dude, 
is how many people did you guys ask before finding the bump for it sure? It was only like two. Yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. That's like two people. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you guys knew you were there for that. Yeah. So the universe was like, all right, I'll make you walk past yeah. these kids. It will tell you about the white yeah. bump. You're not going to ask the first one. Yeah, we dismissed them. And then I even yeah, told them afterwards. We got a second chance. Yeah, I even told them afterwards. I'm like, see, you see what happens when you judge a book by its cover? <laughs> <laughs> it's leathery cover. <laughs> we even took a picture with them, man. So get this. After, so we split up. Yeah. So you yeah. know how I told you we left the car? We left the car to, to go on this conquest, and uh, the <laughs> other three people were parking <laughs> the car, right? And um, we left separate ways, and then when we came back, we saw Gumby talking to this letter skin guy again. And he was he was asking him for mushrooms. And he then, was uh, asking the same Yeah, guy. he was asking the same guy we had just bought mushrooms off of. And then uh, we told him, we were like, Gumby. And he's like, why? <laughs> and we're like, we just bought something. And the guy was like, you know, looking at me like, what do you mean? He's like, he just sold this mushrooms and he's like, the bum was like, yeah, we did, you know, I did. You're like, oh shit, you know, it was all like a, a big coincidence. That's but funny. we ended up taking a picture with the guy and oh, you have the photo? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm trying to see what this leather skin. Yeah, there's a there is illustration to the story. That's him on the far right. The man, <laughs> that guy's a stud. Yeah. Got the uh, surfer hair, hell yeah, a little beard got going on. Yeah. And uh, I'm more interested in the dude in the back smoking a joint doing yoga. Yeah, so he's part of their, their group, you know? He's just back there tripping balls himself. Yeah. And this guy on the left, I don't know who he was. I think that was Leatherskin's partner in crime. Yeah, that was like his best friend or something. Yeah, but that's uh, that's where uh, my mushroom journey really started. So props to you guys for uh, being down to take something that came out of that guy's ass in a black bag. <laughs> crust all over it. Yo, props to you guys. You're brave. I don't know. I don't know if that's something I'd be able to do, but man. Oh, the name of science, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the name of science. Yeah. Science, bitch. Yeah. Science, bitch. Yeah. All right, man. So from your first experience to the most recent experience, what have you learned? Uh, I've learned, well, one, that these things are very, very much misunderstood like Lil Wayne <laughs> yeah like Lil Wayne only the real get it you know <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah th these things are misunderstood one um, these things are uh, very very useful like I was mentioning to you earlier there they are a tool that like any tool you can misuse if I give you a hammer, you can easily knock me over the head with it and keep beating me till I'm dead. Or you can gather some more materials and build me a nice house, you know, where I can keep myself and my family safe. So that same applies to mushrooms, you know, you can choose to abuse them and just decide to, you know, party with them, which is, you know, I'm not against partying with them, you know, to each their own, but don't abuse them all the time, you know. Acknowledge that they are more than just a, a party drug. You know, they're, they're actually like, I don't know, man. It's indescribable sometimes. Something else. Yeah, something else altogether. And Z, how about you, man? How about uh, how about your experience? Uh, she has had that first experience together, right? But yeah, you we didn't together. really get a trip out of it. It was kind of just like, all right, it's just entering the bloodstream. Mm -hmm. How about your first, uh, first time when you were like, whoa, the grass is waving? <laughs> <laughs> all right, the first time... The first time I actually tripped, I think it was with it was with Gumby and Mike's girlfriend. Yeah, and we had it in T form actually. So in I think, T? 
Yeah, so I think I think it was more of a body high. So I, my bo- my body, like my muscles and everything, just felt like really relaxed. And uh, that's that's pretty much all I've experienced the first time. Really? Yeah, it was just really relaxing. Oh, but that was the first time. But there's been more mm-hmm. times. Nice. Yeah, but I've tripped more than a few times. But I think the most I've ever tripped. I don't I don't really know what was going through my mind. It was probably just a lot of things just racing at the same time. But I was mostly just laying down listening to music and just zoning out really. And just kinda of just getting lost in your thoughts? Yeah, just getting lost in my thoughts, just thinking about like just random things really, you know, random people in my life and, and, uh, and I was thinking about like my own actions, like everything that I've done in my life, you know. And I just really started getting the feeling like I had to like better myself, you know, like I had to become the person that I want to be. Wow, you know? that's that's awesome. Yeah, so I feel like it's really helped me look at life in like different perspectives. That helps me look at like everyday life in a more positive way. You know? Yep. Yeah, man, I've uh, probably not as experienced as you guys, but I accidentally had uh, had myself a little journey also. Now, I know a lot of people, they think psychedelic mushrooms, they're thinking like hallucinating and laughing, and like you said, it's a party drug. Like yeah. it's all a good time or something? Yeah, all a good yeah. time, but really when you use it as a tool to kind of get a different perspective, that's when you really, in my opinion, get get something out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like um, trying to look through a window that's all scratched up and marked up, that's when you're sober, and then maybe you uh, accidentally eat a mushroom, <laughs> and then all of a sudden that window's clear, and you can see on the other side of yeah. it, you know? And then uh, the kind of experience I had, it was just so grateful. Remember, I turned on the faucet, and the water was coming out, and I was like, how incredible is this? Like, this water is so clean, it's so clear, and it's coming out of the faucet. Like, all I had to do was turn the faucet, and I've got water. It's amazing. And then I started eating these vegetables. And I never in my entire life loved vegetables so much, you know. You know those, like, those uh, those sweet peppers, or like red peppers, and orange peppers, yellow peppers. I started eating on those, and I was like, oh, my God, this is, am- this is amazing. Like, I can't believe Earth gave us this. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe Earth gave us this. And then I will like, take a bite, and I was, like, looking at all, like, the shape of it and the seeds yeah, in like there. all the details. Yeah, all the yeah. details. And yeah. it, it was completely blowing my mind yeah. that that came from a seed that turned into a plant, that right. turned into the, yeah. to all that, all using now it's keeping you alive. Yeah, it's like It's like you realize that everything's just as much alive as you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, and how complicated yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing I realized, I think, that day is, you know, like, everything that we eat, we're consuming data, you know, we're consuming data. Mm. Uh, so, like, when I was eating those peppers, I was consuming the data of the entire journey it's been through, you know, and my body's right, like breaking right. that down into energy. Exactly. And then it makes me think, like, damn, like, that's something that's real, comes from the earth, it's great for you. Right. And then there's been times where I eat donuts. There's been times where I drink soda where it's like completely fake data. You know, it's not from the universe. It's like mm-hmm. man-made data. Yeah. And your body's not really supposed to be consuming that. But somehow it's still it's still natural because it's still coming from us, you know. Still, well, yeah, it is natural, but it's artificial natural. Yeah, it's, it's art, yeah. man-made natural. Yeah. So it wouldn't be here naturally if it weren't for humans. Right. Um, but it freaks me out whenever I see like uh, I'm like eating cookies and I look at the package and it says naturally and artificially flavored. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
artificially flavored. Like, what could you possibly put in food that's not natural? Mm. That makes me like not want to eat that. Yeah, right now I'm actually on an all natural diet where I only eat foods that come from the earth. Like, is that hard? Uh, well, no, I've kind of been preparing myself for it slowly over time, but right now it's pretty easy. Mm. Yeah, and usually, I mean, I drink beer, a lot of beer, but right now I'm on like a 75 day no beer. Mm. So, like, I haven't been drinking beer, but I mean, beer's natural, wine's natural, mead's natural, honey's natural, like, peanut butter's natural. The like, ganja man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wheat's natural. <laughs> so, my thing is, as long as it's natural and it comes from the earth, like, I'll, I'll keep it in my diet, I'll right. keep it in, in my consumption. Right. But man, going back to, to tripping, like I I don't know if you guys felt this way, but I felt like I was just connected to everything. Like mm-hmm. the universe was focused and I was a part of that focus. Mm-hmm. Like I was just a part of everything else. I was, I was the same I was like the same as the tree I was standing next to, right. you know. And then uh I was way more comfortable, way more satisfied being outside with like my toes and grass and my feet. Yeah, I felt like I was absorbing energy from the earth. And you do. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. And I and I could feel that. And then I would go inside and I was like stepping on tile and it just wasn't the same. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no energy here. There's no energy here. um, Exchange. Yeah. No. And then that's how I felt whenever I ate that vegetables. Uh You know, that was a living thing that I was eating. And then I had pizza right after. And the pizza tasted terrible. It tasted like it was, yeah, it, did, it didn't taste like food. I was like, there's like no energy in this. Right. And when I was eating the vegetables, I could like feel the energy. I was like, like rubbing it on my lips because it felt so good. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you know, the, I was I was amazed. I was like, I was wow. like so grateful for the food. I was just like so happy for it, and mm-hmm. it was so good. But yes, the main thing I can say that I got from my experience is it just made me really grateful. Yeah, so grateful. Yeah, and that's a very positive thing. Yeah. For not everyone feel that's it's hard for people to feel grateful sometimes because some some people are so caught up in trying to be this negative person because that's like either the cool thing to do or they have this image to put up. So being like so that's what they're surrounded by. Yeah, like being like, um, uh, hey, good morning. Like, what's so good about this morning? Come on, man! Like you're, I'm yeah, not talking you're to you again. <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm using the emotions for to like, to like just be happy. You know? Yeah, I yeah. Like they help me think of like things in a more positive way. So, yeah. do you think it helps you be happy when you're sober, also? Or do yeah, you have, yeah. Most definitely. Like that's when the effects take, like, take on. You know, like yeah. once you apply it to your life, yeah. and you're happy every day. Like, and it's your that's job when you're really to apply using that. it, right? Yep. You know? And it's your own perspective. Yeah. Like you said, you're it's in charge like of your happiness. It's not like you're just chasing the high. Like, oh, I want to be high so that I can be grateful. You know? Right. Even oh, when you're yeah. sober, you can. Like, these are long-lasting think, effects. You think that. Yeah, permanent. Yeah. Once your brain's made those connections, those yeah, those co- they're there. Yeah, like once there. you realize, like whatever it is that you realize that makes you see something in a more positive way, then you start applying it to everything else. You know, like, and then it impacts your life. Every yeah, decision you make, you change your perspective on life you know, yeah. in a more positive way. And that happiness we we're talking about, and like people would be like, "Oh, what's so great about the morning?" Mm-hmm. Realize there is those people out there, and, and and we're in a big city. Like in a big city, there's a lot of people. Yeah. So you have people in all kinds. There's gonna right? be every type of person. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. 
Until you can't then. expect everyone to be happy. Yeah, that'd be psycho of you. you yeah, know? Yeah, <laughs> yep. And then our and one thing I think about is all of our little actions, like all the small actions we take throughout a day, add up to yeah. really yeah. large amounts. Like right? everything matters that is hap- that is happening yep. in the world. Yeah. Every single little thing. Yeah. And then whenever like if I take an action and Louis involved in it, it may affect his future actions. Yeah. Right? So like true. one thing I've been doing is when I go out on runs at night, I run. I mean, we don't live in the best neighborhood, right? So I run out in the neighborhood and you have all these like bums on the street all these people just hanging out they usually just look at you as you're running by you know mm-hmm. so what i've been doing lately is i'm running by and i give them a wave yeah. and i wave and like people are so shocked yeah, to they're see like, someone yet yeah, they're like whoa but yeah. they wave back mm-hmm. and then i feel like if i keep doing it and people just get yeah. used to the guy running down the street you're breaking the you, ice right away yeah and then they might start doing it you know maybe yeah. next time they're walking down the street they'll yeah, wave that's, at that's what it really takes is small actions yeah. you know that Butterf- compound yeah yep, butterfly effect exactly. it's a snowball and it turns out to yeah. be something great at the end just like this the very thing we're talking about now man this yeah. podcast how you took on this journey and then i saw you doing this i'm like yo that's cool this guy has his own platform where he's doing his own thing and kind of inspired me to do my own thing yep, now you're doing the fishing exactly yeah you know it's not officially launched or anything but you know i'm working on the videos i'm working on editing and all that stuff so Sweet. you know it's 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 a work in progress and it gives you something fun and exciting to yeah, do. yeah dude it's something i love yeah. to do you know i love to fish and when i'm out there i feel a little weird talking to myself but it's just because i don't i know that i'm talking to myself i usually always talk to myself yeah. but now that i know if someone is listening it's, it's kind of weird it's like introducing someone oh, into my so crazy you're mind. recording what you're talking yeah. about well yeah by yourself That's yeah cool. yeah so I, i'm fishing and i'm just talking about my day or talking about you know the fish or the technique i'm using but i don't like to keep it strictly fish i like to you know whatever you're going through the real mind. life stuff you know just you know the regular joe that just likes to blow steam off when he's out fishing you know because that's what people do when they go do their own sports they think about things that you know lets them you know relax let some form of meditation yeah form of, exactly so now i'm kind of like allowing people to see what i do while i'm out there you know yep. yeah of and course it, uh, and it's obviously not going to be for everyone but then there's going to be that group of people that absolutely love yeah that, you know? yeah there's, a, there's an audience for everything exactly. yeah people are like oh i love fishing this guy like he has a pretty cool personality you know this guy talks about real life shit and i'm just gonna tune in because i want to hear him talk you know i won't even tune into the video People are like, I don't even fish, but man, you talk about some like real life shit. So and you might get them into fishing. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people, they give themselves reasons why not to do something. Like they'll be like, oh, I don't know if people will like it. You know, people yeah. always say that. Like, I don't know if people will watch. I don't know if people will listen. Mm-hmm. And I think you just that's like, like fear, right? Yeah, it is fear. Yep. And then fear, uh, fear is a really interesting concept. Yeah. But, but then when people focus on that small group of people that will like it and mm-hmm. will get value out of it, and that's all you focus on, then all that other noise doesn't matter. You know, you're just there for that group of people. If more people come into it, great. Yeah. If not, then who cares? Mm-hmm. But yeah, with fear, man, because everyone experiences fear, right? We all experience the same emotions. Mm-hmm. But some people run away from fear, and other people, when they get afraid of something, they know that that's exactly what they have to do. Right, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because I'm sure, like, uh, when you first started boxing, before yeah. you ever stepped in a boxing gym, you probably had a sense of fear, right? Yeah. You're like, shit, I don't know if I want to go in there. Like, what if I suck? What if I get my ass kicked? What if I don't like it? But then you did, and you're like, yo, I kind of like this, you know. And that's, that happens with everything. Like, uh, you at first, you like, you know, you didn't know if you wanted to do the fishing. You know, you liked it, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, I don't know. So, what was holding you back before starting that? Um, 
actually having skill down in fishing because I'm fairly new at fishing. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I just started in August of last year. So you started fishing? Yeah, that's when I started fishing. And uh, even now, dude, I don't consider myself a pro by any means. Right, like, you're I'm, not I'm, even a year I'm in. Bar- yeah, I'm not even a year in. Every time I see a fish, you, or every time I see you fishing, you keep posting fish. Yeah, exactly. But that's because I get out there all the time. You know, I'm out there all the time. And uh, I put in so many hours and I catch so very little fish. But I... Um, you guys only see what I catch, you know. Right. You guys don't see me out there getting skunked three, four nights out of the week, like exactly. not catching shit. You know, like Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm fucking spending hundreds of dollars on this equipment. I'm fucking losing tens of, of dollars out out on the ponds, you know, breaking off on expensive lures. So, like, do you ever think about like stopping? No, I don't. Fuck no, dude. No, because I love it. I love doing that. But so. that the whatever you, what you just said is so fucking amazing because that applies to everything. Yeah. You know, yeah, like when you, when you see like the world champion boxer, you know, we don't see all the sweat, all the injuries he had to go through, yeah. all the times he had to wake up at 4 a.m., mm-hmm. all the not glorious yeah. stuff. That's why you have to like respect every fighter. You know? exactly. They have to do all that. Yeah, you never see me post, uh, you know, my hands empty on Instagram. Right. You know, every time I post, there's a fish on the other end of my thumb. But... Uh, you know, there are a, a lot of weeks where, like, I don't catch shit, man, and it's, like, depressing. But, you know, you don't stop. You keep fucking fishing, and then when you finally hook on, it's all oh, worth it. Boom, you're like, ah, this is, even if it's a little guy, you're like, this is what I fucking do this yeah. for. Finally, you, ca- you catch a fucking quick pick, you catch the release, and you let, you let the little guy do his thing. Because <laughs> how, how boring would that be if every time you threw in a hook, you got to bite? Yeah, exactly. Seconds. How boring would that be? It would be no surprise. You would fucking be over with that shit in 10 minutes, just like toys, you know? Well, I caught another 20 fish today. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a part... strong. Yeah, that that was a a part of the the reason I wanted to do the YouTube thing was because I wanted to show how the struggle of being like a a, pond hopper here in Arizona, because our waters aren't that luscious with fish. We don't have many species, and the species that are in there, they're very or in the stingy. Desert, <laughs> yeah, they're very in stingy, the desert. <laughs> and they don't—they they never get big out in the ponds. You know, if you find a, a good honey hole, you better keep it a secret, because the Mexicans and Chinese <laughs> will go go take them all out and fry them up. <laughs> they don't care. So you ever fry up your own fish that you caught? Uh, not the ones from the ponds, because not it's healthy. like, it, yeah, no, no running water. They pretty much have. Parasites. Yeah, I just go to Ranch Market, man. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to deal with parasites. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that shit. Don't be buying them made in China, (laughs) fucking tuna cans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, we're uh, we're very grateful um, for for the for the mushrooms, man. Very very grateful. Changes uh, changes your whole perspective on things. Changes your whole life if you let it. No, I don't even know how long you've been going, man. But if you guys want to add some uh, some final closes here on the psychedelic experiences, okay. All right. So, actually, I would like to ask you. Um, That's cool. I feel like I know the answer to this, but would you recommend psychedelics to somebody who hasn't tried them? If yes, why? I would, but not to not to everyone. Um, I know it wasn't on record, but you stated something very important earlier and that was i have a good mind mind state like a good stable um you know mind and that's something that you kind of need with psychedelics because if you got some fucked up shit going on um 
And I don't want to scare anyone away. Because if you got some fucked up shit going on that you want to help yourself with that and you're ready, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready. I'm tired of feeling this way. I'm ready to fucking conquer this fucking bullshit that's going on inside. Then psychedelics will most likely help you. But if it's like, if you're not ready to take them, don't take them. Does your girl know you, your girl know you take psychedelics? She does. Right. She doesn't take them herself, but she's okay with them. Yeah. That's, that's good. Good yeah. to know. A good yeah. good uh, side uh, kick right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like not having that support. Uh, but I think you had a second part to that question. Why? Why would I recommend them? Because they're helpful tools. Because they'll, they'll give you a different perspective of, of whatever you're thinking or whatever. Say you have a negative thought about someone, right? For example. Say I'm like, that Max, he's ripping people off. All he, all he does is go to places and takes people's money because he has to meet the bottom line. You know, that's a very like ignorant way of thinking of something. What you're doing is you're providing a service to these families for their futures, for their children. You know, you don't see that until you finally get that different perspective. And that's a different perspective that I feel psychedelics give you. Wow. So you think you got that perspective from psychedelics? And um, not so, that specific right, one, but an example that, that type. Yeah, because you know I I never thought about it this way, but you get that from psychedelics. I got that from being surrounded by a new group culture. You know, like uh, um, when people usually when they think sales have a really negative connotation, right? Mm-hmm. Most people when they think sales, are like oh he's gonna try to sell me something, right? Yeah. But like you said, you're providing a service. You're providing a really good service, and what helped me get that click was being surrounded by a culture, which is really powerful, right? Whenever you get a bunch of people all going towards one goal, it's really powerful. Right. So for the fact that the fact that mushrooms can have the same impact that being in a culture setting does, mm-hmm. that says a lot about a mushroom. You know, this yeah. little tiny This capsule, little tiny thing. Yeah. And it's all that, that data in there, man. Mm-hmm. That data is showing yeah. the body what's good. No, imagine if you put both together. Oh, yeah. dude, no, yeah. don't be tempting me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's some Showtime shit right there. <laughs> People are going to be like, hey, good morning, Max. I'll be like, hell yeah, good morning. <laughs> it is a good morning. Let me tell you why. <laughs> and uh, it's funny because you say like that one thing. As, uh, you'd be like, hey, good morning. You'd be like, what's so good about it? Yeah. I, like, I try to be the exact opposite. And people go, hey, Max, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah. How are you doing? And people are usually like, oh, and I'm not there yet. I'm more of a like quick response type of guy. I'm like, oh, good. How you doing? But I know like that's a very generic, not very you know modest. Not like, really you know, interactive. Yeah, you're not very interactive. You're just like dialogue. You know? Oh, good. How are you? Um, the other day, a fucking guy called me to try to scam me over the phone. He's like, hello, Mr. Aquino. How are you doing today? I'm like, you know what, man? Actually, I'm doing pretty fucking bad. Okay, thank you. And then he just hung up. Really <laughs> yeah, instead of asking me, oh, what's going on? That was that would have been a perfect opportunity yeah. to sell me. I don't know what the fuck he was selling me, but if he would have been like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, you know, what's going on? Is everything okay? Like, you know, I would have been like, oh, I'm just kidding, man. Like, what's going on? I would have, you know, heard him out because he had that, like, actual care. Yeah. And uh, he's just like, oh, okay, thank you. Never mind. You know, you can tell he's just doing this fucking J-O-B. Yeah, exactly. He didn't care. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't actually care. Yeah. Right. So um, that's a that's a great quote by uh, J.C. Maxwell. People don't uh, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Yeah. Huge quote. Once people know that you care about them, then they'll be like, okay, what does this guy know? Yeah. But if they feel like you know you're just doing it just cause they don't give a Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And they could tell. Huh? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell, yeah. People are not dumb, bro. Yeah. They pick up vibes like mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. yeah. 
Alright, so closing thoughts, man. Would you recommend mushrooms to uh, to people? If so, why? Well, I'm not sure if I would like go out there and recommend mushrooms, but I think it's up to the person to decide if they want to do it or not. Like, they're gonna go out and do it, you know. But I wouldn't tell someone, hey, we should do it. Right. Just because, you know. Um, I don't know how it would affect them because it's all relative, you know. And I don't know the person. I don't know like they're deep. What they're going deepest, through. Yeah, you know. I just see the surface. So if they want to do it and they think they can handle it, I think they should do it. You know, I think it would help them. I think it helps a lot of people. I think it's helped you. It's helped my friend Lou here. Mm-hmm. Not my other friends. So yeah. I think we're all chasing our dreams, really. Yeah, so. yeah, we are. As long as it's in moderation, like you said, as long as it's done. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're not like just chasing the high or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you then put it to good use. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wouldn't recommend getting it from Beach Bums in California. <laughs> They're like bags out their ass. Yeah. If you know me and you want some, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is Psychedelic Day on Showtime. Think twice. Showtime out. <laughs>